Hey, welcome to Knowles 24-7's On the Bench podcast. This is Brendan Sinone, and uh, going to have a, a different sort of podcast for you guys today, a different sort of format to our normal, traditional uh, bantering back and forth. It's just me for right now, but but don't don't stop listening just because it's only just me. There, there's going to be someone joining me in a minute here through the uh, the magic of editing. Um, and essentially what, what we're going to do today is is put a full interview that I did with uh, with an FSU recruit, uh, Wyatt Rector. He's a, a walk-on quarterback, a preferred walk-on uh, slash gray shirt. He's got an interesting status uh, coming into Florida State in the next couple of weeks here, and an interesting story to tell one of success and failure and, and, and hope and and I think it's a really cool personal interest story, and, and I really appreciate that that Wyatt was willing to sit down and talk for about forty five minutes and be vulnerable. He's he's nineteen years old. He's experienced a lot of success as a football player, and he's experienced some some hardships too with with injuries and uh, some letdowns in the recruiting process and things not going the way he wanted them to. And that's kind of all led him here to to being able to go to Florida State. And it's kind of a really cool uh, a really cool scenario for him, as you're going to hear, because. Uh, he really lost hope for for a while there and, and someone who's had a lot of success to all of a sudden have a string of of some failure or things not going the way they they want them to is is tough and to hear about his attitude and how he's continuing to kind of trying to work and, and have good things hope you know have good things happen and, and open up for him it's cool so hopefully you guys enjoy it this is going to be again a different format to to what we normally do but we'll do our normal podcast later in the week as well uh, there will be a story accompanying this podcast too, as well in the next day or so. But, but guys, this is something that we're trying to do more of, and, and you'll see that coming up in the future. Hopefully, this will be kind of a a glimpse of what we can do with this 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 format of podcasting. I'd like to get Josh doing more Q and A type of deals with with some of the really cool guests he can get. I know you guys have probably heard him on his other podcast, uh, conducting some really neat interviews, and I want to give him the the platform to be able to do that here on 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 the bench. So this is just kind of a a very entry level uh, introduction into what what we'd like to do on this podcast as we make it more uh, in depth and can give you more versatility and range. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the podcast. Remember, as always, subscribe, uh, rate, review on iTunes. It does really help us out. But but also you know feedback as well, uh, constructive criticism, things that you want to hear more of, all that kind of stuff. Uh, is going to be really big as we continue to try to try to find our voice and, and find a different sort of, uh, not even different, but just other other avenues of this podcast uh, moving forward. So uh, without any any more of me rambling, except for you, here's plenty of that, I guess, in the, in the Q&A I have with Wyatt. Um, I'm going to go ahead, sync up the audio from, from my sit down with Wyatt in Leesburg, Florida, and, and so hopefully you guys get an idea of, of one of FSU's incoming recruits and, and get a better taste or get a better feel for, for what he brings to the table. All right, so I'm here in Leesburg with Wyatt Rector. Wyatt, thanks for having me. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Um, so for our audience, so you guys know, Wyatt is going to be walking on at Florida State, what now, in, in two weeks? Yeah, two weeks, yeah. Leave the 12th. So it's been an a interesting journey for you to get to this point, and, and we're just talking about just few days away now from you arriving in Tallahassee and we're going to talk about your your journey to to Florida State to get to here uh, but but what has since I guess you've been accepted uh, to Florida State and you found out that you're going to be uh, have a walk-on and the possibility to get a scholarship like it's what is this whole last month two months whatever this process has been a whirlwind to get to this point 
Um, it's actually been just a dream come true. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, all the pieces are falling in together now. I mean, this is every kid's dream to go play for Florida State. I mean, play for your home state, like a home state team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just absolutely a blessing. Like, we were, we were talking earlier about my family, like, telling, like, their teachers and everything that I'm playing for Florida State. You know, that's what, that's what it's all about. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm all about character and, and everything else and I'm, I mean I'm extremely excited like like we were talking earlier I didn't I didn't think I was going to be playing like D1 football again like I knew I had the potential to but ever since I went to the um, the portal and everything else like I got a few phone calls here and there but it was all about walking on I mean, it was out of state and I couldn't afford out of state tuition mm-hmm. um, but and you know like I was going to go to Lenore Ryan but when I got up there, I, I did not like it at all. I mean, I, I didn't really get a chance to visit it, to be honest, like for a first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got up there, I, I just felt like it just wasn't me. Nothing against Lenore Ryan or anything. It was just I just didn't think it was for me um, mm-hmm. at that moment. Didn't you but, get like the heebie-jeebies, Kyle? You went into the dorm room and it just didn't feel right. And Lenore Ryan is what? Division for our audience is the division, division two, two. Sco- two yeah, schools. Division two. And, and Wyatt had gone to Western Michigan. Uh, things didn't work out there. and we'll, we'll get to that. But you go to Western Michigan. And you sidle in Orion, you get into the dorm room, and you're just like, eh. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I tried settling. When, I, when we first got there, I I kind of had a feeling like that, that I shouldn't be here, but I kind of was just like, you know, I'm going to give it a chance just a, just a little bit, you know, just to see how everything goes. And then when we got in there, finally, like, we're getting everything settled in, and I just I just didn't feel right to me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, like, homesick for crying out loud. I went to, I mean, Kalamazoo, Michigan, Florida, you know what I mean? So it wasn't that. It was just the fact that it just didn't feel right at that moment. And I just didn't, honestly, I just didn't want to be there. And there's something telling me, like, I mean, growing up, I was always, like, um, a Christian and everything else. Like, mm-hmm. I believe everything happens for a reason. Like, God has a plan. And that wasn't his plan for me. And, I mean, I mean, look, I'm going to Florida State now. For me, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, so like the road there has just been absolutely crazy to begin mm-hmm. with. Um, a lot of ups and downs, and now, like I said, everything's falling into place now. I leave mm-hmm. the twelfth, and I'm extremely excited to be up there. I mean, it's strictly business when I go up there because when you're coming as a walk-on and everything else, I mean, you're going against somebody like Justin Blackman, who is a is a pretty decent quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jordan Travis, if he gets the waiver and everything yeah. else. So, but yeah, as we're recording this today, the, the Willie Taggart said the other day, he's waiting, 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 waiting. You're going to have to go through the waiver process, too. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that, but yeah, so sorry to continue. There's a lot of good quarterbacks at Florida State. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I'm, as we speak, I'm actually writing like to the NCAA right now about okay. my waiver and everything else. All right. Um, so whenever I get there, they're going to have to, like you said, go through the whole process and the waiting, waiting, and everything else until mm-hmm. I, hopefully I get, get that waiver. Mm-hmm. So. Well, real quick, let's get that out of the way because I, I think I know on our message board people have asked a lot of questions. They get confused, and I have a hard time explaining to them sometimes. So you're coming to Florida State as a walk-on as of right now. Uh, you have in-state tuition. You're smart guys. I'm sure that all, that all helps out. But you have the possibility to get a scholarship this season, yeah. correct? And that's mm-hmm. contingent on you becoming immediately eligible through the NCAA waiver process. Yeah. All right, so so I guess what are the next steps? Uh, have you been told of a timeline for that? And, and you guys, what's the best case scenario? And I guess what's the worst case scenario as, as you guys have talked about it with Florida State so far? So basically, yes, I'm coming as a walk on everything else. But if I get the waiver, I mean, I'm. But well, basically, what Coach 
saying is that I'm a gray shirt, and if I get the waiver, then I'll be put on scholarship because, like, like you said, if Jordan Travis doesn't get the waiver, then there's only two yeah. quarterbacks um, in Scully. So that they definitely need another one. But as far as I've as I've been told, I've I have to write to the NCA mm-hmm. about why I should get the waiver and everything else. Um, and then it'll, as soon as I get there, they can't do anything with that. They can't send it to the NCA or anything until I'm physically on campus. Okay. So like as soon as like as soon as the twelfth hits, as soon as I'm on campus, given the paper that I wrote, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna re- email it to them. But they physically can't do anything with it until mm-hmm. I get there. And then it's, then like like we were just talking about, it's a waiting process. Mm-hmm. Like it'll take probably like a few weeks. They said up to I mean up a few weeks, probably two to three weeks. Um, the, Unless it's Jordan Travis, yeah, it's gonna, yeah. Then it's gonna take like five months. But so, 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 so you have to wait for for a while. And then. Yeah, wait, wait quite a bit. They said up to a month. Okay, um, so that's gonna be a long month, I'm sure. For yeah, you. it's gonna be a long month. I mean, just a lot of thinking and mm-hmm. everything. Do and if if I don't get it, then it's just you just gotta keep working. I mean, the work doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Um, then I have I potentially get it in the spring ball time mm-hmm. for. For that scholarship, for that scholarship and everything else, and that's the worst case. Is you, yeah, that's you, you turn into a preferred walk-on or a gray shirt is the is the worst case. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst case. So it's you know we're gonna it's almost like a Quentin Tarantino version. We're gonna work backwards through your story here, but where you were sitting just like months ago, uh, the a position to you know, you're gonna be playing at Florida State. You just said your girlfriend's gonna be going to Florida State with you. Your folks are gonna be able to drive just like three and a half hours north. Mm-hmm. To see, like. Could you have imagined this scenario unfolding the way it has, regardless of what happens with scholarship and playing right away, all that stuff, regardless, like, it seems like you're in such a cool place right now compared to maybe where you were, what, six months ago? Yeah, six months ago. What was six months ago like? Maybe walk people through, like, what the end of the Western Michigan process was like to you. You already talked about going to Division Two for, like, like a couple days and stuff, never really technically enrolling, but... Because what was the end of your one year at Western Michigan like, and and how did it kind of not go as planned? So the the real reason about Western Michigan and everything else is Coach Johns, who was the co- the offensive coordinator at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. He was he was the one that recruited me from high school and everything else. So um, it was about a couple. De- I mean, probably a week right after the signing period. Like after I signed, I signed with Western Michigan for that reason because he said he wanted to dual threat quarterback and that this is his offense. He showed me what type of offense he wants to run and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I, he, he basically got me. Like, I wanted yeah. to go there and everything else. Um, and then... And you went there because of the offense and yeah. the plan that he had laid out. You had other options too, right? Yeah, so, I had yeah. other options. If, if I knew that he would have left after a week after I signed, <laughs> that I would have went to Kent State mm-hmm. or, I mean, like, try to walk on, like, some Florida school, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I had a ton of opportunities that um, that they wanted me to walk on everything else. and mm-hmm. But I just... It was just a weird feeling because, like, I literally signed, and then a week later, the coach is gone. Like, he literally called me up mm-hmm. and everything else and said, hey, hey, man, you know, I'm sorry. I just got a better opportunity at Texas Tech. And you know what? Like, good for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But for me, I'm just sitting there like, wow. It's kind of like a smack to my face. Yeah. So when I go up there, like, I knew coaches, Coach Evans, and, co- and obviously Coach Lester was still the head coach and everything else. Like, Coach Lester, great coach and everything else. But... But Coach Evans, I didn't – I tried to give him a chance and everything else. Like, we're we're good at first. I just never – I never felt myself developing mm-hmm. into, like, a good quarterback there. And I, I it kind of just – it just didn't feel right, like the, like the whole Lenore Ryan thing. At first, I tried to give it a chance. 
I gave it a chance. Like I liked the other coaches. That's why I kept going there and everything else. Um, but I never, he never gave me an opportunity to basically show what I can do. Mm-hmm. Like I never got the opportunity in practice or anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and not to mention the quarterback Caleb, mm-hmm. he recruited to go there. So, right, so he was recruited to play for yeah, a different coaches so system. He, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to me, when I got there, like I already felt like I wasn't the guy because of he recruited this guy, and obviously John, John was a good quarterback and everything else. But I mean, he recruited Caleb, and he would just mostly talk to Caleb, and mm-hmm. and I just felt like to me, like I was out of place mm-hmm. because and. You know, I just kept, I was like, you know, I thought of, my, thought of myself, I was just like, you know what, let's just keep pushing through this and maybe things will change once I show them how hard I'm working, like getting extra throws in, mm-hmm. doing extra workouts after practice, extra film sessions and everything else. And it just, it never, it never came to that point. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of sad to me and everything else. And then when I had a one-on-one talk with Coach Lesser, he was just um, basically saying that he wanted he wanted me to stay, but he would call other schools if he wanted, if if I was down to transfer and everything else. And I told him, I was like, well, to me, from you saying that you, you would be able to call other coaches and everything else, you basically didn't want me to stay. Like he, that's the first thing he said. He was like, well, if you're, that's the first thing he said. Cause I was like, coach, I don't know if I, if I'm fitting in here, I don't know right. if I belong here because mm-hmm. of just, I, I just, that's just what I'm feeling. And he, he said, well, if that's, if he was like, well, that, if that's the case, this first thing he said, if that's the case, then I, I'll call other schools for you mm-hmm. to get your name out there because you're a good quarterback and everything else. And to me, that was kind of slapping my face because I was like, he didn't want to, you felt yeah. like he didn't want to keep you or yeah. that wasn't the first inclination. Yeah. Because I was, I was just trying to see, like, I wasn't going in there to say I was transferred. I was just trying to see where he was at with me. And mm-hmm. I knew right then, like he didn't want me there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of like it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit, okay. and then and then understandable. I, yeah. So then that talk happened and everything else, and then I end up talking with my QB coach, Coach Evans, mm-hmm. who I tried giving a chance and everything, right. everything else. Good guy. Um, I just didn't like I said, I didn't feel like I was developing as a quarterback. I didn't feel like I was learning anything. And to me, like, and I tried so like I tried so much. Like I said, the extra film work, mm-hmm. everything. I tried so much. And to me, when he was talking to me, he he asked me to move positions mm-hmm. and to me that was another slap in my face mm-hmm. because you didn't even give me a chance to play quarterback yeah you're there for not even a year not yeah. not even a year and you didn't even barely as soon as I I early enrolled there not mm-hmm. not in during spring ball like literally right after spring ball and they're in summer summer mm-hmm. A summer B what they call it and I didn't get taught not one thing of the playbook mm-hmm. I learned it by myself from like I didn't learn it from anybody I learned it from them throwing like the seven on sevens during the summer. I just had to pick up. I had to pick up from that. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there like in my dorm, basically mm-hmm. by my like me and this other kid or Anthony, mm-hmm. who we early enrolled, and I'm just writing down plays and myself on the board and everything else. I'm like, I don't know if they're called, but I know what we're doing and what my reasoning to be. But guess what? Like if I would have knew the plays and everything else, it, you know, it's a lot faster learning, and I never got mm-hmm. like taught that honestly. It, like compared to other QBs, and I right. just. I, to me, I was just like, okay, like, I'm a young guy, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to give it a chance still. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, it was just a slap in my face. And it just, it kind of, like I said, it hurt my feelings, like, a lot. Because, like, I really did try to give it a chance and everything else. And that's what, like, most of the fans, like, up at Western Michigan, they're just, they're just like, well, you can't take 
competition mm-hmm. or this and that. Well, it wasn't that because if you ask any one of the players mm-hmm. on the Western Michigan team or with the strength coach, they will tell you that I'm a competitor. Mm-hmm. Every every single one of them. I mean, like, which just blows my mind that, like, that talk happens and everything else. But, you know, that's, a, that's every but, fan base after yeah, yeah. everyone transfers ever. If it's someone that they like, they're going to say, all right. Yeah. So you've with with that in mind like you've dealt with I don't want to say controversy but you've had letdowns before in your football career so like it, you know so to imply that like oh, why it's not going to like push through something you tore your ACL and I think this is a big part of your story because it's kind of derailed your recruitment at a certain point at least put a it was at a really bad time yeah uh, to maybe fill in our, our audience when yeah, while at Leesburg when you tore your ACL what that happened and what that did for the recruiting process for you because when I remember you were kind of at an upward trajectory yeah. we're getting a lot of big looks uh, and then it kind of went more to you know, still decent colleges but just wasn't where, where it was before the injury right yeah so going into my junior year I was going to camps and everything else like like for instance Florida, Florida State where I was telling you earlier about mm-hmm. um talking with Jimbo Fisher. And we have else. pictures of what the Jimbo Fisher camp that Chris Knee took uh, back, what would that have been, 2015 or yeah, so? 2015, yeah, 2015, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was, and I loved it there. The moment I stepped on campus, like, I loved it there. I wanted to go there. Um, and your family's Florida. Most of your dad's, like, a big Florida fan. Yeah. Well, he's gotten rid of all the Florida gear, right? Is that my yeah, understanding? Yeah, he's gotten rid of all the Florida <laughs> gear. It's all Florida State now. So, so for you to go to Florida State and love it says a lot, I think, about. Absolutely. All right, so sorry, continue. Absolutely. So I was not only was I getting recruited by Florida State, it was also Georgia and South Carolina. And I got a few calls here and there and texts from Florida and some mail mm-hmm. and everything else. But it was also Missouri. I mean, like you said, it was big names, mm-hmm. right? So then the, so then the season comes, mm-hmm. and the first two games. Like, sorry, what season? What year is this for you? Like, oh, what, my junior. Year. Junior. Okay. Yeah, junior. Right. So mm-hmm. going into my junior year, the first two games we we won both of them. So then, like, had really good games. Then it comes to the third game. It was the it was actually the sixth play of the game. Mm-hmm. Sixth play of the game. I'm I did a QB draw. So like QB power, mm-hmm. we called it. So like I'd set up, then go right up the A gap. And then so our center worked his way up to the mic, moved mm-hmm. him out the way, went right off his butt. All I had to do was beat one man to safety. Mm-hmm. I tried giving the safety one move, like I always do. Mm-hmm. Tried giving one move, and I, I knew from right there like that something really bad happened to uh-huh. my knee. Because it felt like, like a stick shift in the car. Like you jerk it really back, uh-huh. back and forth. That's exactly what it felt like uh-huh. with my knee. And did it real quick. I like stiff-armed him, and he like tackled my legs rolled over and then I got up and actually the next play uh-huh. like I knew I, I knew there was something wrong with my knee the next play I hand the ball hand the ball off to for a score uh-huh. for to our running back so you, did, you did another play after Terry yeah I did, did another play <laughs> handed the ball scored after that mm-hmm. um, so his <laughs> so brothers just came home from school too so they're gonna watch him do the podcast too no, no pressure though yeah, um, no pressure all right so and a great timing too, right after you talk about yeah, one of the most painful events of your oh life. Oh my goodness! Too. Yeah, surprisingly, it wasn't painful. The the really pain, the pain. Yeah, How's it was, <laughs> it, it, honestly, like I said, like it felt like a stick shift, but it was uh-huh. really quick. It was really fast. So it felt like something weird, like a weird sensation. Yeah, it was, kind it was of such it? a weird feeling. Like mm-hmm. it just felt like like a like a like it's a joint. So it mm-hmm. felt like a joint just all right back and forth. And then after that play, handing the ball, handing mm-hmm. the back of the ball, scored. Mm-hmm. I jogged to the sideline, jogged uh-huh. to the sideline, and I was like, I told our doctor, I was like, 
or our trainer, I was like, listen, something's wrong with my knee. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, it's like really hurting really bad. Like, and I felt something like shift mm-hmm. and, the, and she was like, Oh boy. So she was like, all right, sit up on the thing. And in my head, I'm like, Oh man, I hope it's not like something with my knee. Like, I, uh, so I'm sitting up there and she's like squeezing my legs. She's jerking it back and forth, just like how they always mm-hmm. do. And it's just, it's just dangling. Like it's disgusting. It's such a, dis- it was absolutely disgusting just dangling and everything else and she said okay well we're gonna ice it she knew right then that i tore it but she wanted to call like the actual our team doctor over yeah so she was like okay ice it for a little bit so we, i ice it for the rest of the first quarter mm-hmm. um then i got up took the ice pack off because she was like okay i was like I'm, i want to go i wanted to go back in the game because they just scored like we just tied they just tied it up mm-hmm. so i was like i want to go back in the game like i need to go back in the game i told the trainer that she was like, well, listen, I don't think you're going to be able to go back in the game. So I was like, no, listen, I'll show you that I can run. So I am run. I can run straight. Uh-huh. But then, and then she was like, okay, okay, you can run straight. Try going. Cut try going. Me. Yeah, go try and cut for me. As soon as I, I made my left cut first because fine. And then I tried my right leg collapsed uh-huh. right there on the ground. I couldn't get back up. So, okay. then, so, so at then this the, point, you know something is yeah, terribly so, wrong. Something really bad happened. So then I get up. Um, she helps me up back on the thing and right then I just started bursting into tears like, mm-hmm. I knew something was wrong with me then and then the doctor mm-hmm. came over and he knew right away he jerked at one time and he was just like listen mm-hmm. I'm sorry but you tore your ACL and I'm like and I just broke down crying because like I knew like all these offers or, or all these looks mm-hmm. and everything else I just I just thought about that and I was like well, your junior is the most important year of like you're basically your high school right so i just kept on thinking about the schools that are recruiting me i'm like oh my goodness not like, the knee injury that not the yeah. the terrible or this one thing and i've that, learned is like like a lot of players will get hurt and you see them crying on the sideline you assume it's pain yeah oh, but your but your body's going through putting on so much adrenaline and stuff right there it's more yeah. the big picture like oh shoot like this is yeah it was i'm telling you i, I like i felt it at first mm-hmm. felt like a little pain as soon as, as soon as i did it felt mm-hmm. felt the pain got up handed the ball off didn't feel any pain at all mm-hmm. Um, but the pain was that I couldn't be with my teammates for the rest of the season mm-hmm. and finish out with them. That was the real pain to me. And then that was the number one. And then, uh, and then obviously the number two was the colleges that were looking at me mm-hmm. and everything else. What would they think of me mm-hmm. uh, sure. after I tore my ACL? Because it's, I mean, it's a pretty serious injury, even to this day. I mean, people come, come back a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the old days, it would have been like a career ender. All right. But, so... You have the injury, and, and yeah, obviously it's it's one never never great because you know the process that's going to go through. You're a smart guy. I'm sure you've had teammates that were injured before. Like you know, the ACL injury means there's going to be a lot of rehab and time. But yeah. so you, you know, junior season's done. That means you're not going to be able to help your team. Mm-hmm. It means that you're not going to be on the field, and the scouts aren't going to be able to look at you. Uh, what then, I guess, is the the mindset of getting back on the field? What's the rehab process look like? And I know this. For people who don't don't know like why it's really athletic like it's a big part of this game he's he's been clocked like in the four or five range in the forties like they call him like the the Tim Tebow of of, of Lake County at some point right um, <laughs> yeah. so so that's a big part of your game is your athleticism so this isn't just just a knee injury that's gonna you know cause take time to get back there it's also at some point I'm sure you're wondering what what is gonna do your athleticism are you gonna be back to a hundred percent 
Yeah, and honestly, like that, like great, great question. And everything else. That's exactly what the first thing I thought about. I was like, listen, am I still gonna have my speed? Am I still gonna have my strength? Because I was putting up crazy numbers like with squats at like at my junior year level, mm-hmm. like going in. So like that was the number one thing to me. It was like, am I gonna be back to my old self? Because like, I rely on I rely on my legs, like also my arm too. But mm-hmm. like, that's one of the assets to me that I like like to say about my game is like I yeah. can use my legs and everything else. Yeah, man, you're in for a thousand yards once you're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah, it's fair to say it's a big part of your game. Yeah. But um it was just it was a long, long process though, because mm-hmm. I remember I had to wait I think I think I had to wait like a week in, in, until to get my surgery and swelling then to go yeah, down, yeah, yeah, to the swelling and everything else. Um then I got my surgery and then I had to be in a month on crutches. Mm-hmm. So that was I mean, that was really tough. I mean, obviously in Florida, you're sitting <laughs> going to class with, with them on and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, after like the last two weeks of them that you needed them, that was pretty tough. Um, but then the hard, not really the hard part for me. I mean, the total process is six months. That's what they told me. And mm-hmm. I was like, I want to do it in five. So that's, exa- that's exactly what I told my physical therapist. And she was like, or he was like, well, it's going to be tough, but... I was like, well, I'm going to do it. So mm-hmm. every exercise that you give me, I'm going to do triple. And that's exactly what I did. Like the leg extensions, like flexing your leg to get your quad back. Mm-hmm. Like they told me to do three sets of three sets of 20. I did six sets of 20. <laughs> like, and I would do more when I got home because I had nothing else to do. You know what I mean? Like that's just something like that I like to do. I like to work out and everything else. So like I like to get my body right because i mean football is a dangerous game you have to have your body in shape and everything else sure um so that process was really long and the, and really the mental aspect for me was after the first week of surgery i mean when you're just laying there in bed you're just i mean thinking about a lot of stuff mm-hmm. i mean if you're, one you're thinking about the colleges that are still sending you mail mm-hmm. and everything else and think about the colleges that are giving up on you and um which was kind of rough yeah um but just sitting in our bed, you can't move. You can't get up because your knee's swollen. It's swollen like a basketball. <laughs> but um, even getting up to the bathroom, I mean, it was just it was just really bad. But um, and then the, another mental one that really there was only two huge ones. It was mm-hmm. the one after one week after the surgery. Mm-hmm. That was really tough. And then the second one was cutting ladder laterally for the first time. Okay. And that was. To me, I was like, listen, I don't want to tear it again. Like, I'm just going to be careful. And I remember my, tra- or my trainer in high school, uh, Casey, she was like, okay, it's a lateral day. We got to do this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, to, m- to myself, I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. But when you, when you physically go out there and you, you're doing this and you just tore your ACL and you're just getting your quad back and your hamstrings back, like the muscle, like it's, it's, it's finally looking like the left leg again, mm-hmm. you're just thinking to yourself like, well, I don't want to mess it up. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. let's just take this nice and slow. So I did at first. I went to the left side first. I didn't even go on my right, mm-hmm. which I – so she told me to go left. So I was doing a left really fine. Mm-hmm. Then we get to my right leg, started doing it slower and everything else. And then once I figured out that I could do it, mm-hmm. started doing it more. I started doing it every single day, like a lot. That way, like, I can get my knee – like, my flexibility back and everything else and – Casey, she did a great job, like, helping me with that and everything else. Mm-hmm. But, but those are the two huge things for me. Um, and also, 
and also like the physical aspects, getting your quad and your leg sure. back to the same size as your left there's because it's doing all the work. A lot but, of time and um, but the, the difference between me and then a division one athlete is that I, I broke my leg my senior year in high school and my rehab process, uh, instead of saying, oh, I want to do three times as much, I just didn't do much at all in the rehab to the point where I started gaining weight and they were like integrating like ab workouts into, into the rehab process. I was getting fat. So, uh, but, so as, as you're going through this, this process, you mentioned a few difficult, difficult, a few different difficult times within the rehabilitation process and getting back to hundred percent. And, and you did, and we'll get to your senior season and stuff. You do get back to hundred percent, but you mentioned uh, some of the colleges and knowing, okay, some are still sending me emails, some are gonna, you know, stop. What was the reali- What was the moment that you realized that those that interest that was there before wasn't? Did, like, was there like a real like realization or a moment where it's like a, it's not the same? It's not the same as how it was previously. So, basically, for me, so when I tore my ACL that Friday game versus South Lake mm-hmm. it was the home game. Florida State had a game versus UNC the next day, mm-hmm. and I went to it with a torn ACL on crutches and everything else. Uh-huh. Very bad idea. Yeah, that's not great. Not great. Not, not a great four-hour drive there. Very bad idea. Yeah. So I get there, and obviously, like everybody's like, "Whoa, what happened?" And every, I mean, because like I'm all good. Like I'm all good with like the Florida State family, like mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher, um, and all of them. And, yeah, and Randy Sanders. I know. Yeah, Coach Sanders. Yeah. Coach Sanders, awesome dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just asking me, like, oh, man, well, we're really sorry and everything else. And then uh, Coach Fisher was just like, I'm not saying I'm stop recruiting you, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to show me a lot more your senior season and everything else. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's a business. It's, yeah, yeah it's a bit, that's when I realized, you know, this is a business. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, um, don't, you don't get paid. But, but yeah, yeah. anyways, uh, that's a different podcast for a different time. Um, <laughs> that man, that must have had to suck. Because, like, I know yeah. Florida State was a school that you were starting to really warm up to. Yeah. And they were at least interested yeah. in you. Um, yeah. To, that's what, like, I thought they were going to be so understanding. Like, because, like, it does happen. Like, mm-hmm. when I told my ACL, I was just like, man, I'm the only one that did it. No, there's a ton of athletes yeah. that do it. You know what I mean? But, like, I never thought about it because nobody thinks about getting injured. Right. You know, you, you don't know plan I mean? for what it's going to look like. Yeah, you know what I mean? But it was just, like, one of those things where you're just like, man, like, I hope they understand. But, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't. Like, it's a business aspect, but mm-hmm. I totally get it. Everything yeah. else. But now, look. He's wearing a Florida State shirt right now, so he's going. <laughs> in a, it's been a roundabout path, but you're, yes. you're going. Um, wasn't Virginia? Were you committed to Virginia at some point? Yeah. Was, was that before or after the injury? So that was right after the injury. Okay. The reason I committed to Virginia is because that was my first offer uh-huh. after my ACL, like so, first Big Power Five offer. Okay. So you were um, because my first offer was Eastern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first big power five offer. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was just like, you know, I'm committing because one, I was scared mm-hmm. because what if I don't have a good senior season mm-hmm. and you know, I'm guaranteed like UVA is a great school. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a good academics and everything else. Mm-hmm. I just thought yeah. about that. Um, so that, that's really what I was thinking about. And then I got there, like I liked the coaches and everything else. And then things happened with the athletic department and coaches lying mm-hmm. and, and all that. So all right. like realize it's more of a business. Yep. Um, coaches lying and everything else. So then that's when I, I decommitted from them. Mm-hmm. And I had, I want to say, three or four months to go until signing day to figure out what school I'm going to. Mm-hmm. So then came Western Michigan, then Kent State. Um, then 
USF. But by the time, like, I already finished the season, my senior season. Right, the, the timelines are for, for our yeah. listeners, like, as a quarterback, usually that's all done in the summertime. Yeah, exactly. So you're, you're dealing with limited roster spots, and people have already committed to quarterbacks, vice versa, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, and it's funny because it. there are tons of coaches that came mm-hmm. during, during my senior season, and I told all of them that I was, that I was committed to Virginia and that I didn't want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. So I lost out on a lot of opportunities. But like okay. I said before, like everything happens for a reason, sure. what I believe. Um, still frustrated. You, yeah, you, you still like, frustrated. Now I think about it, I'm like, yeah. man, you know what I mean? I just told them that, and then they kind of like – And so they, like they, me over, they basically. basically went with a different quarterback, or they yeah, were, so, were completely – you don't have to get it super into it if you don't want to, but that's just yeah, for the so context. Yeah, they just went with a different quarterback, and mm-hmm. they didn't even tell me. Um, <laughs> you got like, if they t- like if they would have told me, I totally would have understood and everything else, but they kind of like embarrassed me a little bit. They gave right. – like they picked a dude over me, and they didn't even tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing was, I was trying to early enroll like I did at Western Michigan, but I wanted to, like, I could have been in Western Michigan in the springtime because mm-hmm. I was planning on going to Virginia in the springtime because, like, I finished all my senior classes. You planned on this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, for one, sem- one semester I finished it, like mm-hmm. all of them. I loaded up on them, finished it. I was planning to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they duped me over. They got another kid. They early they early enrolled him over me, mm-hmm. and I I was trying. I was like the second one committed in the class, mm-hmm. and they duped me over from this kid uh, that was committed from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, was, like I said, it was a slap in my face. Sure. I was just like, well, look at that. They just gave my spot away. You know what I mean? So I was like. Okay, like, and they didn't even tell me about it. If they, would, it. if they would have told me, okay, you know what I mean? Like, but they didn't even, the problem, they didn't even tell me. I see on, like, you guys' website, uh-huh. oh, Crystal Baldwin, uh, <laughs> he's going, he's committed there, he's early enrolling. I'm like, well, look at that. I called the coach up and, and mm-hmm. he, he tried playing, like, dumb with me, mm-hmm. saying that, oh, well, we had uh, no idea, we, we tried getting you in here early. No, I, I I had my papers and everything ready. I was ready to go, and they 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 duped me over. This so seems I, like this was like the most frustrating part of, uh, with a lot of frustrating aspects. It, that's, that's where it started. Up. That's where it started. That's that right there. Mm-hmm. Realized that it was a, that it was a business. But mm-hmm. Florida State, mm-hmm. like it was just like like a little bit. You know what I mean? It wasn't wasn't that wasn't tough love. That wasn't personal. This, yeah, this is this, that was personal to me. <laughs> okay. So, so so yeah, then that and because the way, all right. So they're not being truthful, and that sucks. And, and they're and they're not being, but the timing of it, like mm-hmm. you, options are really limited and really skewed. And, uh, and <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing to me is now is that Florida State plays them. And oh, not wait to play. Oh, they're going up to Char- Charlottesville. Yeah, well, that'd be great if you were able to somehow uh, see the field uh, yes. th- this year. Um, with oh, okay, so with your senior season. You put up a lot. The numbers are really, really good. Um, you what, run for a thousand. You rush for a thousand yards. You throw for three thousand plus. Yeah, I threw for three thousand. Uh, so, <laughs> so you got back. Would you say you were hundred percent at that point? Yeah, physically? I was. I was hundred percent. I really felt like I was back to my old self and mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Like people told me uh, when I was going through my knee injury process and everything, they're like, "I don't know if you're gonna come back 100." percent And I was like, "I'm telling you, I'm gonna come back 110 mm-hmm. percent." Every person that told me that I'm coming back 110 percent got in the weight room as soon as I was cleared, started doing squats again, um, I did cleans, mm-hmm. ran track, I did track and weightlifting my senior year. Um, so, I mean, it was just really. That's where like I was like I'm gonna do this like mm-hmm. I fell back to my old self and it was it was a good feeling. Uh, and 
one thing with your well, please describe your game, I guess, to people because you know, right now I'll, I'll paint a picture. Why it's like looks like a linebacker. Like it's more, it's more of his, his build. He's got broad shoulders. You were like six four, two thirty or so, two twenty. Yeah, two thirty. So. For people who aren't familiar with your game, who haven't gone on the huddle and watched you at Leesburg, like, what are the strengths of your game? What do you do well? Like, what do you look like when you're playing quarterback? Um, honestly, I feel like I can stretch the field pretty pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can make I can make throws when I need when I need to make throws, mm-hmm. and when you need me to run, I can run. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what I feel like that I'm good at, and that I, that I can bring to Florida State, um, and and also my leadership too. I mean, you can ask anybody that's played with me. Um, in high school and even at Western, like my leadership, I'm, if if we just had a bad play, guess what? We got the next play. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 get it going. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we don't like like you said. We were talking about kickers. Like you only get three uh, opportunities in practice. Yeah. Like with your reps, especially being a walk on, you only get a few reps. So guess what? You're gonna have to make the most of it. Sure. You gotta take charge, especially at QB. Uh, so you gotta take charge. But I feel like I can I can make deep throws. I can make some accurate throws. Um, and I can have the ability to run the ball as well, which mm-hmm. is, is, like, a really big asset. Um, and it can go quick because – and that's what Coach Browse was talking to me about. I mean, obviously, I went to the spring game. I saw their offense, and I liked how quick they were moving the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like that's the same exact offense that I ran in high school. Like, I ran – I ran – I had four different coaches, four different high, high school coaches, like head coaches – throughout my whole year like in high school mm-hmm. so what we, I ran like so many <laughs> different. different offenses so I knew every one of them and my favorite one mm-hmm. was the one where like it's kind of like you know when Mariota was at Oregon like he was running a real fast pace mm-hmm. and everything else like I mean that's just the style of play I feel like that I could do well, there's gonna be plenty of that at Florida State I want to get to that in a, in a second kind of your fit moving forward uh, one thing for the sake of transparency there's like another podcast i was listening to and they were talking about like oh like why well, i had a lot of interceptions this senior year like i i covered way before i covered florida state i covered central florida recruiting i know leesburg like doesn't always have a bunch of d1 guys so i can kind of figure out why there were you know turnovers yeah. but you, you had to make a lot of you had to try to make a lot of plays right so yeah. just to get that out of, out of the way yeah just to get it out of the way i had to make a lot of plays mm-hmm. um honestly Two, my senior year, like like you said, I, I had to make a lot of plays, but I also felt like I was I was still developing as a QB okay. and everything else. And I felt like at, at Western Michigan and everything else, the assistants, not mm-hmm. not the QB coach that I had up there, I thought mm-hmm. the assistants did a great job developing me as a quarterback and mm-hmm. actually showing me the ropes because that's who I like who actually coached me were the assistants, mm-hmm. um, not like my actual coach so <laughs> yeah. it was kind of funny I mean I learned more from the assistant coaches about coverage um, how to beat it where you need to throw how do you where you need to have your eyes you gotta look defenders off mm-hmm. um, I feel like I developed a lot more I didn't really have that opportunity at at Leesburg to do that because mm-hmm. like like you said like we, like you've covered Central Florida and everything else mm-hmm. um, but still love my school, though. <laughs> no, but there's not a whole lot of D1 guys there, yeah. so you're asked to – you're not throwing anyone into the bus. You just have to be forced to make plays sometimes, yeah. and yeah, I understand that. Um, and so let's transition with that to Florida State because, well, the supporting staff and the supporting cast that you're going to have with the coaches, you've talked about Coach Kendall Bryles, uh, Coach uh, – was it Coach Kayla? Yeah, who's going to uh, who's gonna be your uh, – He's like the GA, yeah. and even Coach Taggart. You know, he's coach quarterbacks. He's a quarterback. So there's gonna be a yeah. lot of guys around you who kind of know what they're doing. I guess what did, what have you liked about your interaction with the staff so far since you've committed? 
Uh, which what, when, what was that? January? No, no, it must have been February, February. March, right? Yeah, February, like, right? February, okay. Yeah. So what, what has that been like? And I guess what have you, how have you gotten to know them since since February? So I mean, I've I tried talking to them every single day, but and I try to get to know them. Um, I really like Coach Browse. I like how how smart he is mm-hmm. when it comes to like spreading the ball around and actually getting the offense like up and ready like you see these videos on like from Florida State website and mm-hmm. everything else of him actually like working with the QBs getting everybody hyped for like even workouts like I really I mean it's really cool and then when you actually get to go up and see them during the spring game mm-hmm. uh, even Coach Tagger when Coach Tagger I like the way he coaches one on one because when Blacken like like made the the touchdown bomb to, um, that was like one of his first touchdown bombs. Mm-hmm. He pulled him to the side and just, you know, was just talking to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he does that with all of his players. That's what I really like about Coach Tiger. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's more of like a one-on-one guy, but he but he can also, I mean, he, he'll, he'll talk to everybody too as well. Mm-hmm. But Coach Bryles, I feel like he is the same exact way. And um, Coach Calla as well. I mean, they're very hands-on. That, that's that's really what I like. I mean, they're, they're great coaches too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like, when I was up there, a lot of them, everybody's starting to buy in now, mm-hmm. and that's just from me seeing as like, like a like a fan basically because from from the stands just looking out um, when I was watching the game, you can see everybody's buying into them. That's really what I saw. And then when you actually go in and you're you're talking to them and everything else, you just see how excited they are for the future opportunities that are about to come. Mm-hmm. And that's why like I as soon as I get there, I can't wait to start and just basically it's just strictly business when like when I get there yes like or I'm not gonna treat everybody wrong or anything else but I just it's strictly like business well, yeah, you've, you've taken a roundabout way to get to the to yeah. get to this point and you're yeah. antsy to get going I know you've worked out really hard I want to talk about your future at Florida State but real quick like what have the last couple months been like in terms of you, you've told me so just so for our listeners like uh, you've worked two jobs yeah You've been going to either Leesburg or West Orange or different, you know, high schools yeah. in the area to throw and work. So, please, yeah, uh, lightness. Like, what what the time commitment has been like as far as working, working out. He's been a busy dude. Yeah. So, before I committed to Florida State, I got um, my second job at uh, Sherwin. It was it was I only had to work under Sherwin Williams, right? Your yeah. your mixing paint. Or, yeah, okay. mixing paint. So I only had to work like one two days during the week, but mm-hmm. I was I, I would also working my dad with roofs um as well but that was like every other week that was like on a weekend it was like a weekend thing it was just one day mm-hmm. um but like the main one was walgreens like i worked at walgreens like for a while i mean for about five months as soon as i came down from december mm-hmm. so um yeah four months five months yeah something like that can i can i ask what that's like so you're i mean leesburg's it's not a small town but it's not a metropolis people know each other like we yeah. hung out we got lunch before this and like people know you people know your folks you're the star quarterback at Leesburg and in a year after you're working at a Walgreens does that have any weird moments at all or yeah, is that kind re- of part of this whole it really did because like some of the some of my buddies that went to college mm-hmm. um, before me because that was the only one assignment in my class but before me they were like well why are you back in town and I was just like well I'm just waiting. I'm waiting on a school like I'm just waiting on a school to contact me and everything else I'm just waiting for my right home um, but yeah, there were some awkward moments. I'm telling you when people came to the store and, and they're just like, Hey, what are you doing here? And I'm just <laughs> like, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to work and stay busy. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So, um, 
But yeah, I haven't, I haven't even. I mean, I couldn't go to school because of what what happened in Lenore Ryan because yeah. I waited too long with the spring classes. I so I couldn't even go to like a lake or um, like a community college. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I was like, you know what? Might as well work two jobs and work and do still do my workouts and everything else. So that's what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it'd be crazy. So I'd wake up at five in the morning, mm-hmm. either jog around my neighborhood or I go with my buddy Justin and we go run sprints at the field. Okay. Come back, cook. My, my normal thing in the morning is just eggs. I'll eat five eggs. Uh-huh. Uh, every fun. morning? Yeah, every morning. Put some feta cheese on it. Um, Dad it. said protein's big in this house. Yeah, it was a line. Yeah. <laughs> put some feta cheese on it, eat it, um, and then go work out. So mm-hmm. depending on the week, like Monday was Monday would be like a chest, like clean day. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday would be like a, like a, like a back, um, like shoulder press day, like just certain stuff but I'd run every single day um, like I had like certain days mm-hmm. I'd work I'd do I'd work out six days a week and then Sunday like I rest because that's like family time with mm-hmm. and everything but yeah and then after the workouts in the morning I'd literally go to walk like Walgreens to work and <laughs> do that and then when I, whenever I was scheduled at um, Sherwin I'd do the same exact thing mm-hmm. I mean it was it was an everyday process and like you just kind of get used to it because mm-hmm. like that's what I was used to at, at uh, Western Michigan because you have the early morning workouts and you got the meetings and, and everything else so like I was like you know I gotta stay busy because that's if I'm not going to school then I, this is what I need to be doing and I know like I, I can still play football like I knew that I could still do it but mm-hmm. I, I, I was I was doubting myself because no team was really like, sure. contacting me and mm-hmm. it was it was, low, it was a really low moment but uh, when I got the call from Coach Bryles, I mean, it, it kind of, like, changed everything. I mean, it was, it was like, kind of like, are you joking? Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a, are you joking feeling? Mm-hmm. But. Well, when was the call and did you think, yeah, did you think someone was, like, legitimately, like, playing a prank or something? Because like, yeah. it came out of left field. Yeah, I mean, it was just the end of, the end of January. I mean, he just called me and I'm sitting there thinking I'm, it was just a number because I don't have his number saved sure. um, and I answered it and I was like hello and at first there was nobody answering so I was like hello and then he was like yeah this is Coach Browse from FSU and I was like I put the phone down for a second and I was like okay let me just <laughs> let me get it together real quick and then so I was like yeah hey coach how you doing like that you know what I mean but this first time talking to him man mm-hmm. he was just like yeah we're just wondering to see what you're at and uh with the recruiting process you know how that goes with the recruiting process um where are you at are you going to school are you doing all this and are you would you be willing to come up for a visit at florida state and i and i and i told him i was like well i'm not i'm not in school right now mm-hmm. and um i'm looking for a home mm-hmm. but I don't want to go up to Florida. This is what I told him. I was like, I don't want to go to Florida State just to go up there and you guys just talk to me and basically just tell me what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know, like, if this is real, mm-hmm. then, like, I'll go up there. Mm-hmm. That, that's literally what I told him. And then, like, when he got when, – when he as soon as I told him, he was like, he really got some balls. That's what he said. <laughs> yes. And I, I was like, I was like, Coach – and and then afterwards, I was like, Coach, I'm like, I really don't mean it, like as in like a like a cocky way. Like it's, I just I've been like I just talking about our journey. Like I've been through a lot, <laughs> so I, that's when I told him I was like, I've just been through a lot, Coach, and I know how like the recruiting process works and everything else. I just want this to be real because I was getting recruited by Florida State my junior year, and I, I don't want to be like duped again 
Mm-hmm. What kind of, like make me think and my whole family think that I'm going there and then <laughs> get shut down. Mm-hmm. So then like that conversation ended. Then it was probably about a week, probably about a week later, he called me up and was like, oh, we're serious about you. We, we need you up here and everything else. And to me, I was like, at first, because like the whole week, it was such a long week, like mm-hmm. working, workouts and everything. And I'm like, he hasn't called me back. And he's like, all right, we'll keep, we'll, we'll keep in touch and everything else. And he was, I was like, should I call you or text you? He's like, I'll call you. So I was like, it was a whole week until mm-hmm. he called me again. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm, I'm like, I know coaches are busy, but during this time, like, I know, like, they're not going to recruit or mm-hmm. anything else. I know, like, I, maybe I messed up or something, you know, and I'm just like, trying should, to play should I call I him back? Should yeah, I should I call him back? back? <laughs> but then, like, it was like um, Monday, it was like the first Monday of, I think, May, I want to say. But, yeah, I, I think I committed, like, the week after. Like, mm-hmm. the second week of May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He called me up and was like, yeah, we're serious about you. And, like, I immediately... It's like... It was like draft... It was kind of like a draft day thing. I put the phone down and I was like... <laughs> like, this is crazy. Like, this is awesome. Like, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Literally, that's mm-hmm. what I said. And I, and I didn't tell my parents at first because, like, it was just so surreal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So... Then I was like, I was like, thank you so much, Coach. I'll keep in touch. I'll let you know when I come up and everything else. Um, then I hung up the phone. And I didn't tell my I didn't tell my parents as I was working because mm-hmm. and I got back late, like late at night, like nine to ten o'clock, and they're already in bed and everything else. So like I told them the next morning, they were, they started freaking out immediately. Like my dad grabbed his gator stuff and just <laughs> threw it on the ground. Like it was <laughs> awesome. Oh my goodness. But like it was such a a memorable, a memorable moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so now you're here uh, it's like two weeks away less than that yeah. from from enrolling at Florida State and then we, we've already gone for you start the waiver process but I guess what are your expectations you're coming on as a gray shirt preferred walk I could call it a couple different things but you're coming on as you're not a scholarship guy right now you're gonna have to work your way towards you're gonna need some things to break your way obviously what are your expectations in terms of what you're gonna be able to do at Florida State um I guess immediately yeah so my goals are basically to go in there with the intention to start mm-hmm. and to basically prove the coaches that I can play ball. Like I can play ball. And that's just my mindset of going into it. I want like I wanna be I wanna be the starter and everything else. I wanna learn. I wanna learn the system. I wanna learn my teammates, like get to know my teammates, I wanna get to know the staff. Um, and everything else and become closer with them through the summer workouts. I know the summer mm-hmm. workouts are going to be fun. Yep. Um, but just to get to know them more and, re- and really just embrace, like, the education part, too. Um, because, it, I mean, FSU is a great school for mm-hmm. academics as well. But I just – I'm going in there with intention to start and to work my butt off because, I'm, I want one, I want to get a scholarship, and, two, I want to be – like the guy at Florida State, like I want to be the one that leads the offense mm-hmm. to winning games and a championship and everything else. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to be that guy. And, and if say you don't get the, if you're not able to be eligible this year and the process takes longer, and obviously that you know, yeah, for someone for for our audience, like why it's 19, he's really smart and really polished and uh, old souls. So don't don't get he's he's uh, <laughs> blushing right now. But but so I would say this to you, someone like if you. Don't if the good if the things you want to happen don't happen right away. I guess what's your mindset then to as of someone who's 
had to go through an awful lot early on in life and had a lot of disappointment. Like, how do you think you'll respond to that? And like, what's your long-term goal? Like if it, if it doesn't work out immediately for you here? Um, my long-term goal is to finish at Florida State mm-hmm. because um, through, the, through the darkest times, they're the ones giving me a chance, walk on or not. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't thank Coach Tagger and Coach Browse enough for that opportunity. Um, but if I don't get the waiver, I'm going to be the biggest fan for our team because I'm, I'm all about a team player, whether it's if Jordan Travis gets his waiver, um, if it's Blackman lighting it up or anything mm-hmm. else, guess what? I'm going to be the biggest fan because that's what it's all about. Like, I'm all about the team and, and everything else. Like, I, I want to win games. I want to go to the bowl game, mm-hmm. get a ring. I mean, who? I mean, it's, it's just an awesome feeling. Like, we got to get back to the Florida State football that mm-hmm. I grew up watching and everything else. I know listeners are like that. You're already saying we, too. Like, that's a good touch there. They're going to like that. Uh, what do you think – like, how do you think you fit within the offense? So let's, again, say it's it, if it's this year, if it's a couple of years. Like, how do you think this offense, as long as Kendall Bryles is the play caller, like, how do you think you fit into what he wants to do now that you've got to talk with him and, and some of the other coaches? Um, I feel like I, I fit the system – pretty well I mean like you said like I'm a bit I'm a big quarterback mm-hmm. um, so I can take hits um, I can I can run the ball um, we, obviously we got some good running backs sure, so, sure. so we obviously want to use them mm-hmm. um, and I can also spread the football around quite a bit too and I feel like that's what coach Bryles is trying to do as an offense for, for the QB aspect he mm-hmm. wants he wants to be able to do that to basically open up more threats to the defense um and that's exactly what i think i can do um for the offense all right and and finally we're gonna finish this up this has been like almost an hour man yeah pro um you got a concert to go to in a couple hours we'll wrap it up here but (laughs) but so what do you want your message to florida state fans to be and what do you like parting words like what you what they what they should take away and what they should know about you before you step on campus um i think I want Florida State fans to know that I'm going to give absolutely everything to that organization and to the football team and academics-wise and everything else because guess what? This is my home. This is where I'm finishing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a Florida State fan or I'm a Florida State player and fan for life now, mm-hmm. seriously, because of the opportunity that they've given me and everything else. Like, I'm, I could not be blessed. And I'm just, just letting them know that they're getting a really hard worker and that they're getting a leader. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. So that's my interview with Wyatt Rector. And again, guys, I think the takeaway for me 
as I said in the intro, is, is just how mature he came off for someone who's 19. And, and it's clear he's been through some disappointment, and that's led him to Florida State. And I think Florida State's fortunate to have him. Yeah, I don't know what the future holds for Wyatt Rector. I don't want to sell him as being the quarterback of the future because he's coming on as a as a preferred walk-on. And he obviously, I think he knows that that, that entails uh, some difficulties in terms of having to to take advantage of the reps you're given. But I will say that Wyatt Rector was a, a three-star recruit coming out of high school and probably would have been you know a higher-ranked three-star instead of a lower-ranked three-star had he not had the injury that he detailed uh, pretty graphically uh, as a junior. So I think he's someone who brings value because of his work ethic, because he's going to understand his role. He's going to work to learn the offense. Uh, he's someone that, as he as he said in the interview, he's had four different head coaches or four different coaches uh, calling plays for him in, in high school. And then you know, he had a coordinator change at Western Michigan like a few days into his his tenure there. So he's someone who hasn't had a lot of stability. And I think he really likes Kendall Bryles that came across in the interview that's come across. And other times I've talked with Wyatt and his family as they do like Kendall Bryles. They like his vision for Florida state's offense. And they think that Wyatt's skill set, which is that of a big running quarterback who can push the ball downfield uh, when needed that, that he fits in well there. So I, I do think Wyatt brings in in value uh, for a couple different reasons. As I mentioned before, again, I'm not trying to sell him as like the, the quarterback of, of the future, but I think he's someone who certainly adds value to the roster right away and, and has talent to work with. And, and that gives you at least a baseline of something to to work on and, and hopefully develop if you're Florida State. Remember, Florida State has James Blackman. They have Alex Hornerbrook coming in. They have Jordan Travis, and, and his status is going to be uh, interesting to watch in the next uh, week or couple weeks as, as we await to see what, what the ruling is with his waiver request too. And then, then we get to to Wyatt's status as well, and that's going to be interesting in the next few weeks when he enrolls, and I'll be interested to see how, how the NCAA interprets his his waiver request. So a lot of variables, but I think Wyatt Rector makes the quarterback room better. I think he elevates the bottom of it for sure, and he gives you upside as someone who, who brings value immediately, I think, on scout team, and then upside to, to possibly get reps in a, in a year or two. We'll, we'll see what his future holds, but I'm excited to be able to cover him. I think, as you guys could have heard in that podcast, in that interview, he's a really bright, thoughtful, again, 19-year-old. Like He's 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 young, but he is very mature and, and thoughtful. So I appreciated his time. I appreciate his family uh, giving, me, giving me access to him and let me talk to him. A lot of people don't want their their kids to have the... Uh, you know, the platform to be vulnerable or not be vulnerable or whatever to, to give them that platform. And I think that's really cool that they were willing to, to do so. So thank you to the Rector family and to Wyatt specifically for sitting down and, and taking time out of his day to, to speak with me. Uh, again, guys, we're going to do more podcasts like these, I think, depending on well, how, how you view this one, but uh, it'll be more of a radio format with Josh having having some Q&As with, uh, with former FSU players and coaches or just people who've been around the program. And, and again, this is going to be just just an entry level into what we'd like to try to experiment with and, and work on throughout the summer. So uh, thank you for those of you who, who listened and, and hopefully this was informative and, and something a little bit different for you. So uh, with Knowles 24-7's On The Bench podcast, this is Brendan Sinone. Thank you guys. Remember, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. It helps. And we'll be back later this week with a couple more episodes, uh, including hopefully, knock on wood, a, uh, an interview that Josh is going to have with a, with a former coach who I think you guys are going to be interested to hear from.